Yo, so the opinions and views expressed on this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode we're covering Charity's first night of taking out the luggage. Yeah! New happy, new happy hour host. What? And flying phones. Flying phones, and this is episode 271. Let's go! <laughs> yes. Veronica, what's going on? How 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 are you? We're back with another season of The Bachelorette, season 20, the 20th anniversary, if you will. 20th anniversary. Yes, I think I wrote that down as the wrong thing before in my notes. But yes, 20th That's what I'm here for to make sure if you if you, if you miss something, I'm I'm going to be right there to pick it up. So um oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about this Um, stuff, um, you know, because, uh, you know, we're back. It's been kind of like uh, this uh, off season. uh, You know, we've been we've been making it through. But now we actually have some things that, you know, and it's been a busy week for Bachelor Nation. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to dive into all this stuff. But before we get into Bachelor Nation, B, I need to know, how are you doing? What's going on? What's what's going on in the life of V? The life of V. The sweet um, life of I'm v. pretty good. Last weekend, um, I had one of my oldest friends' wedding back in my hometown in Naperville area, more like the Chicago suburbs. It was at this place called Cantini, which is a golf course and like gardens and historical shit. Oh. Um, and it's really cool. Um, and brought Sean with me, so I got to give him a little bit of a hometown tour. He got to see, you know, my high school. He got to see kind of some of the bouginess of where I grew up. Um, and uh, earlier in the week, we went to a rum tasting at his favorite little tiki bar, SOS Tiki Bar. And actually, like, we're like, the back of our heads are famous on their Instagram because they took a lot of pictures from, like, where we were sitting from the tasting, so it's kind of funny. But uh, overall, a good, a busy week full of, you know, celebrating some of my friends, having some of my oldest friends meet Sean, and um, actually so did my grandparents because they came over for lunch before we left on Sunday because we stayed at my parents' house. Um, So all in all, it was a nice, like, little... It was like my hometown day, you know? It was like... (laughs) Which we won't see for later. Uh, so I'm guessing he's going to get the rose. I mean, yeah, so far it's looking, it's looking pretty good. You know, he, he gifted my parents a bottle of wine, um, and he actually packed, um, his world famous banana bread to bring because he forgot to like when he, when Jack was in town back in my youngest brother back around New Year's Eve for the peach bowl, Uh he was wondering if he should bake a cake for my brother. And I was like, you don't need to bake a cake. He's literally just visiting and staying with me. So he can go to this football game that he has tickets to. Like you don't have to bake him a cake. But so he's like, you know, your sister told me not to bake you a cake. So I brought you some banana bread this time because he was (laughs) um, at home. Um, but um, my girl yeah, makes a, yeah. Otherwise, my girl makes weekend. a mean banana yeah. bread. We should do like a banana bread swap sometime. A banana bread off. And me yeah. and you, and me and you, just like reap the benefits. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I'm not <laughs> mad about that. 
Um, yeah, that's dope. I'm, I'm glad uh, you had a good uh, hometown day. Obviously, we're not going to be seeing you guys on the beach anytime soon. Um, no. <laughs> well, not that beach, but he he burns real easily. So yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that would be the boy. place for him. Anyway. Nice. Uh, well, that's what's up. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of had a low key weekend. I mean, it was it was definitely a lot of things got done, but like you, know, both me and 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 uh, the girlfriend chilled at home. But when I say chill. It was just a lot of like getting this apartment together, painting walls, putting things on walls, right. putting boxes away, like, you know, all this different stuff. So finally, I feel like the apartment's at a great place. Um, you know, it's an ongoing thing, but, you know, everything's kind of put You're away like now. settling more. Yeah, it's all settled now. It's just kind of like the fine tuning stuff, you know, but it's it's feeling like a home and I'm very happy. So uh, it was well worth the time. You know, one more weekend of, of like, you know, house stuff, I think we're Sprucing. we're pretty we're pretty much there so uh i'm, I'm really excited it. it's it feels it feels like um a home now so i love that uh so that's pretty much all i did uh but you know with that being said why don't we get into what we like to do around here you know what i'm saying because yeah it's that time to talk about bachelorette on our show ha <laughs> ha yes uh, but before we get talking about The Bachelorette, YouTube, I'm going to need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, whoa, boy, huge shout out to you. <laughs> we air horns for you. Oh, man, we back, we back, we back. But before we get talking about all that, I need to, you know, shout out to all of our comment crew. And that's the people that leave us comments. And we got the whole Nancy Drew crew back um, for the new season just in time. Woo! Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just going to give them a round of applause. You know what I'm saying? They, they keep it so, you know, hot in the comments. Uh, you know, uh, we have Chelsea Allen back. You know, she's been kind of uh, gone for the for the last couple weeks and stuff. So it's cool to have her back in the crew um, checking in with us and everything. And, of course, we got Catherine Ann. We got Kathleen Kent. Marion SP and um, you know looking forward to seeing who else gets in the comments this season let's you know make this another great season for the growth of the YouTube channel and for the podcast and getting some more people in the comment crew in our you know future bachelor village we got going on and stuff i think it's it's going to be cool because every season you know i feel like we grow more and more and that's like very exciting and stuff right. so um i'm just happy to be back in the game uh so yeah shout out to you guys um you know, I want to also sh uh, shout out the podcast. You know, we we got the full podcast every week. You know, this is just a chunk of our podcast that we give you where we talk about The Bachelor and Bachelor Nation and stuff. But, um, you know, we, we talk about a lot more. A lot more things are going on right now. I feel like it's been crazy out there in the streets. So a lot of pop culture talk, a lot of what we got going on in our lives, new music, TV shows, movies, whatever is going on. Um, if you want to catch all that, check us out on the full podcast available everywhere you listen to podcasts spotify apple Podcasts, and all those other ones that i don't know why people are go to there but we're there uh <laughs> you know so check us out uh v with that being said why don't we just like hop right into this show man you know uh i thought it was a pretty 
pretty good first episode. I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoyed it. I don't know what your feelings are, but, um, you know, charity season of The Bachelorette was off to a good start. I found myself like being like, hell yeah, by the end of the episode. Um, you know, we'll get to all that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, where do we begin? So, um, yeah, I agree. I feel like charity really started like showed who she was, I think, from the jump, which was exciting to see um also exciting to see is like kind of like in the beginning where it's mostly like her intro and like showing when she got chosen and all this stuff she talked a lot about positively about her relationship with zach and how he opened her back up to like you know wanting to find love and ultimately how they they just weren't the match and everything like that yeah i noticed that too like you know like it wasn't like Obviously, it's a breakup, but sometimes, like lately or in past seasons, that in my recollection, it seemed like there was like a, a like a negative energy towards the person that like got them to be the like lead of the show for a whole season, you know. And right. and I like the way Charity was classy about it. You know, she made Zach look good, whether or not like what your thoughts are of him or his last season or whatever. You know, she was like, he's a great guy. Did not work out. Um, but you know, I did, I saw that, you know, so that was nice to see. And also another, another thing to note, like, you know, Charity's so beautiful that like, you know, you usually kind of see like a little glow up, like when, when, like with a lead starts and stuff, she didn't, she looks the same. She looks the same because she's always been glowed up. She's just naturally beautiful. Yeah. So, um, that was also interesting to see. So, um, but yeah, so we start off with that intro and then, you know, we kind of, we get like Jesse Palmer in there, you know, talking about how it's going to rain this episode. Um, and and that was a weird thing that happens a little bit like later um, in the episode. But it was weird that he kind of like gave us like a like a preface to that. Well, because like it looked you could tell that it had been raining. Like you could see how wet the driveway and everything was. I thought and like they, they always do that, though. This I- whole- I feel like they always wet the well, driveway. It's always like they spray it down yeah. and everything. Yeah. But it, it definitely looked like it had, like, you could hear, and you could hear the rain. Like, when he was saying that, you could hear it on the pagoda thing that they set up or built for her to stand under. Because, mm-hmm. like, how that whole entrance of the Bachelor Mansion is, is, like, it's pretty open until you get, like, closer to the house. Right. And so they definitely built this whole thing, and they put, like, these chandeliers and stuff. But, like, how they placed it was weird because, like, she would have to, like, peer around it to even see who was coming out of the limo because of just how they had it placed. And, like, yeah. that was, like, something you could hear in some of the entrances. She was all like, oh, who, who's that? Like, you know, see her, like, kind of going around or saying something about it. So it was, you know, it's so definitely much- an with so much like with productions and stuff, like I feel like I feel like you know I, I I've been on sets and they have everything when it comes to lighting and conditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. You would think that they would have come up with something for like when it rains for the sound of it or something like how to deflect that noise from the microphones or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, that 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 didn't really happen. But yeah, we get we get the limos coming in and the guys start showing up. Um, you know, right off the bat, who do we get? Aaron B is the first one out of the limo, which made me think that they would be doing it in alphabetical order, but no. Um, and so he did a coin trick where, you know, he flips this coin and says heads, whatever, I'll do this. And I think from the jump, we, I think the audience, we all think that this has to be a double 
you know, sided coin because then later in the episode when he gets one of the first kisses of or gets a kiss from her, he uses the same coin to be all like and he because he brings out a whole piano and whatever. he And he's like, you know, he, tails, you play the piano heads, you kiss me. And of course, he flips a head again, in which I'm like, this has to be a double-sided coin. Cheers, yeah, no, coin. I, I thought but, the same. I thought the same thing, which I think is pretty clever. But I don't know, man. Like, don't bust out the piano on the first day. Like, it's just too much, you know. I, I, I it's being a musician myself, like, it's just like, like, I, I'm self-taught. Like, I play by ear. Like, that's the same thing I would do. But like. You know, uh, there's nothing worse than someone that like plays piano that like has to run to the piano um, right when they see it to kind of show off this. A lot of people are showing off this episode. I don't know if that's like what you're supposed to be doing, but like, you know, there was a lot of a lot of people just kind of showing off like you got the dude doing flips. Right. Like, you know, yeah. in the rain. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, he's doing flips. He's his name is Chris. He's a professional jumper. Mm-hmm. He holds the record for highest standing jumps so like you know people who do those box jumps and stuff at the gym he can do like one up like i don't even know how many feet but it's insane um and so he's like doing all these flipping flopping and him and the pro wrestler later are doing like a flipping competition practically and it's just you know it's funny uh, something i noticed that he said which was hilarious was like I, I hope, you know, somebody that Wednesday beats my record, like, I hope to train him. Why would the person that beats your record want you to train him? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like he just beat you. Obviously, he has a better no trainer. Sense. He should train you. Um, so, yeah. anyways, he was fit as hell, though. So. Idiot. He's um, got, like, Q-tip hair, too. Whatever. Um <laughs> Uh, Joey is one of the definitely a guy to watch. He's third out of the limo. He's this hottie tennis pro from, who lives in Hawaii. Um, he gives me some of the memes for saying that he's like Greg Grippo crossed with Jason Tardick, which I could see. Is this the short um, guy? Like the one that was talking? Huh? Was this the guy that was like talking about being short? Like he was like the guy. Yes, this is yes. So we got ourselves because a short there's a king. Lot of tall dudes on this season. They're yeah. all like that when they would get out of the limo, it'd be like, like they would just go all the way up and like some of them were like a, literally at least a foot and a half taller than Charity. I have no idea how tall Charity is, but some of them were like literally like her face was level with their nipples, and I was just like, how is this even? possible yeah yeah um so you know what what other limo entrances we we really stood out to you um warwick he seems like a sweet guy he booked them a flight to i think oxford ohio uh because his parents met on a flight i don't really know the significance of where i don't know if that's where he's from or what i don't remember seeing that in his little um bottom thirds but um uh another um, another front runner potentially looks like is Brayden. He's a travel nurse. He gets his whole little like, you know, package of like him, you know, being like super like he's realizing things. He's like very much so a Gen Zer. He's 24. His for God's sake, his name is Brayden. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a- going to say I'm going to say um, a, a new thing that we do on the show and uh, that we pick our first impression, Rose. And oh. and not even just judging off of what charity 
ends up picking because obviously we know this guy was my first impression rose um just because really yeah just he stood out like you know and uh i just liked his style like you know it was it was something that like stood out to me that i was like you know i like i like this this is not your typical guy i knew you would like brayden how do you know because of his dangly earrings the earrings, the earrings, definitely. I knew you'd like him. Um, I just felt like he gave vibes that you would be into. <laughs> I think my at first, my first impression rose would probably go to Joey, just because like I got good vibes and like when then her and Joey talked later in the night, she seemed like she was really trying to cuddle up on him, and he just seemed like super like nice and comfortable. Like I don't know, he I. I, I just liked his vibes a lot. I feel like I'm I'm definitely a Joey stan, maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think he was definitely up there in who I would give my yeah. first impression rose without, that, you know, uh, knowing. Uh, yeah, ironically, it's like the white boys with long hair that are kind of standing out The right white now. boys with the fluffy hair, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so, we got our, our first impression roses out of the way. Uh you know what else was standing out like i'm trying to think of some more characters in here you know we got the dad what's his name spencer yeah spencer is he definitely comes off like super awkward super anxious super just like ever so slightly like off like i don't know if it's social anxiety i don't know if it's other things i don't know if it was just the fact that he was super anxious to drop the i have a kid bomb yeah i mean also probably just having a kid talking to a kid a lot can make you talk weird to adults i feel like you know i I think i brought this up on the podcast i don't think so yeah I, i don't know like i've brought it up on the podcast before like a lot of times people that like work with kids or like you know our teachers and stuff tend to kind of talk to like people sometimes people like their kids you know um i don't know like it could i don't get i don't get that vibe at all and i have so many friends that are teachers like i don't, I, don't... I mean it's a single dad like it, it just it, it you don't know i don't know what it's like you know but also it felt like it could have been like uh the producers kind of um trying to make him be something that he isn't or you know, Maybe. just being super nervous, you know, like I, trying to be funny. He just, but yeah, seemed shifty and like so like out of his element. I found myself sure. I found myself rooting for him kind of towards the end of the episode, though. So he wasn't coming off like the way I think he was supposed to or I don't know. Yeah, I I, I, totally... I just I felt I more felt bad for him. Yeah. Like I felt like she was definitely like he was like an underdog at, know... by the end of the episode, you know, so that's why I found yeah. myself kind of. Ruin for him. Yeah, he definitely threw Charity's vibe off. Like, you could tell, like, when he, like, approached her, he was just kind of weird and, like, asked her to, like, kick him in the balls and that because he does karate. And she was all like, I'm not going to do that. And yeah, he's all I got to like, give oh, it up to Charity. God. There was a couple things that she said that, like, a lot, like, like I think it was, like, awesome or amazing. I, I don't know. She was saying like the same thing a lot, but like the way she was able to react to like those awkward moments, I was like, all right, okay, she can handle people very well yeah. in awkward situations. I mean, she is like a family and child psychologist. So like, to me, I think that makes sense. Like she knows how to like do those kind of interactions. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely makes sense. But uh, other other st- standouts would be Caleb B. He's a cowboy looking pro wrestler from Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely, I thought he was going to just be a bit like a waboom 
kind of dude. Um, throwback for people. Um, but uh, he actually seemed really genuine and cool. Like, so I'm like, all right. Like, yeah, I mean, he ends up lasting longer than some of the other people with more bitty, like, you know, professions as well. But um, Sean who looks like in the preview, we'll see more of him. He was the only one that we see that did anything with the fact that her name is Charity and, like, cashed a check to, like, Charity for his heart, like, brought a whole big check, like, I'm donating donating this to Charity, and it's, like, it said, like, my heart, like, whatever, which I'm, I'm happy that there wasn't more stupid stuff that we saw, I guess, maybe there could have been, uh, related to her name being Charity, but I'm also surprised, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I literally watched it today. Like, I don't know why I can't remember, like, a lot of these. Did they show everyone? Like, it felt like it went by really fast. They definitely, I felt like they did, like, a speed run where they just kept showing, like, her, like, holding whoever's hands, like, and then walking in. Like, I felt like we barely got to saw see anybody. There is a new pilot, Peter. He, there's also a, a Peter who's a pilot. Mm. Um... And I just, yeah, I felt like we'll call him, we'll call him, we'll call him co-pilot Peter. Co-pilot Pete. Um, I know. Um, he actually think has like the new pilot Peter or whatever Instagram. Cause I think pilot Pete doesn't have that as his Instagram anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah. So a lot of tall dudes, everybody's trying to size each other up literally. And the last entrance is her brother, which Jesse fakes her out, being all like, this person was adamant about coming to see. And of course, like you could tell her eyes flash. Like She's like, is it my ex? Is it like, who is it gonna be? So I think she was relieved when she saw it was her brother, who's like her best friend. And she obviously has no idea what shenanigans he's about to get into when he walks away. Yeah, this, um, this, this, uh, this uh, episode was full of uh, okie dokes, you know? Surprise. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was fun to see because he was definitely a standout last season when they went to hometowns and um you know, he's a sweet guy. Um the they they end up putting him in a disguise and setting him up as one of the bartenders and I don't know. The like, worst disguise. You know, not only the worst disguise, but it's like why is this guy talking so much? Like, you know, you put him up next to the other bartender that's just serving it up and Well he's, and he's like being like, I'm trying to read her body language, talking to the people like what bartender would be saying that? Yeah, Nobody. right. Right. So, uh, so yeah, we get him in the house to kind of see like what these guys say. Um, you know, kind of just be like uh, an Alexa in there and 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 be listening to everything that you're saying. Be uh, listening. Always be listening. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, now we're in the house. Like you know, we we get her. Uh, you know, talking to the guys and. Uh, you know, there didn't seem to be a villain yet uh, that kind of stood out to me. I know they were trying to make, what's his name, Bradley? They were trying to make Brayden the villain Brayden. because of how 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 smitten he was from the after their kiss. They, I will give it to Charity. Charity is not wasting time. She's not doing like cute little kisses. She's doing full on makeouts. Yeah, she, I thought your boy, I thought your boy that you said got, the, what's his name, Joey? Joey, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna get a full on makeup. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, they 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 had a vibe, but he was doing something strange. Like when they were talking, like he wasn't like looking at her. Like he was like looking this way. Like when he was talking. I think old. he felt. Yeah, I mean that feels like awkwardness to me. Like he just was like nervous or something. Yeah. But 
Yeah, you could tell she was like feeling him though. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I would be feeling him. He's cute. He's yeah. and he works in Hawaii. He's a tennis pro. I don't know. I'm yeah. into it. Uh, um, yeah. What else was going on? So her uh, one of the other t- when she meets with some of these dudes, one of the guys, his name is James. He's an attorney based out of Chicago. Um, his mom like gave him like a care package. Um, and obviously she's a fan of the show. And so she gave this whole little care package where, uh, it had this whole letter written pretty much about how she was a fan of charity and how, you know, she definitely wanted her son and like putting a good word in for him. But then also like, I thought it was sweet that she was like, but you know, follow your heart and gifted, uh, them some cider and donuts fresh from their, their orchard in Indiana, which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah, those donuts, um, those orchard donuts are the best. I love that shit. That oh is like some gosh. of my favorite fall time shit to do. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it was that was probably like filmed. Yeah, I guess it was filmed not in season, but whatever. Um, I mean, donuts are always in season. You know what I'm saying? Donuts, donuts are always in season. <laughs> um, her first kiss that we see of the night is with Xavier. Um, and that's a steamy, steamy kiss. Like, I feel like we, he definitely is a charmer. He charmed her up and down and right, you know, smack dab in her lips. So he got one of the steamier kisses of the night. Uh, John, who seemed kind of nerdy and sort of, um, nondescript also got a good little makeout sesh. Like, I feel like I I know... I think he might be not a dark, enough about him. Yeah, yeah, but he, I feel like he might be a dark horse. Like you know, uh, he's good looking. He was charming, like in a cute way. Like you know, it's it's it's. Well, I I, I think he's gonna go far. He's good looking too. Like you know. Yeah, and then Aaron B did his little uh, heads, you know, heads you kiss me thing, and then Brayden, you know, seals the deal with the kiss as well, and. This is when some drama starts because he's. Well, first he's of all, I want to say he had, he, he had some ex- he had some swag, like he has swag. He has some swag for sure. Like it's almost at first, like I thought he was like in bi- like uh, nervous, but like I don't know, like he kind of came out of his shell like during that, especially after the kiss, and you could tell because he was starting to like spit game a little bit. Like, okay, I need. Oh yeah. Yeah, come on, I need another one of those. Uh, yeah, and. You know his Licking only his down- chops practically. Yeah, his only downfall is the fact that like, I mean, I don't even know if it was his downfall. Like, he was just like really excited about the kiss where he was just telling everybody and and he obviously was telling everybody and including his her her brother. So, yeah. uh, you know he. Uh, uh, you know, he wasn't feeling all that. Like, obviously, like a brother doesn't want to be hearing all this stuff. But you know, he—that's what right. he's there and for. Her, br- her brother takes that as being cocky and arrogant. Um, where you know, I feel like we've discussed on the show a lot, like what makes it cocky, what makes it confident. I felt like in the moment, like what he was describing wasn't exactly cocky. I just felt like he was like literally so excited and so enthralled and honestly you know i think that it ended up working in his favor some of the other dudes like a or b i think it was 
wasn't very enthused that he kept he's like you know you got to be subtle about it like you shouldn't be kissing and telling like blah 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 and so there's definitely going to be differing styles yeah but like this is what i'm talking about is that i loved it i loved seeing all the guys trying to be like you know braid in this braid in that and then you know when the when her brother comes and tells her about like braiden pretty much she's like the only guy that like this, this is what I'm saying. It's like, you know, we didn't get anybody like too crazy, like where, you know, the brother would have overheard something bad. Nothing was really said except for this one guy that was cheesing over kissing you so much. Like, you yeah. Know. And then the one guy who said something about only like usually only like in curvy girls, but like because he's from. Oh, the South. yeah. I thought that was going to get him out of the house. Like, you know, I, thought- I know, but I don't even know who that guy is. I don't even remember his name. He just was like saying shit about being from the South and like in curvy girls. I'm like, she's from Columbus, Georgia. What yeah, are you talking about? Exactly. I thought that was a red flag. Um, so we should have got him out of there. But uh, yeah, so then, you know, Charity comes into the room and says like, you know, my brother told me a lot of good stuff and then told me other stuff. Um, with that being said, Brayden, can you come talk to me? Oh my gosh. Like he just starts sweating bullets and she's all I like this. I would too if I were in his position. Why'd she do that? Why'd she do that? She did, this is like, this is a Taisha move. I feel like Taisha started this trend of like kind of doing the fake out because she does, she, you know, talk to him at like explains the situation about what she heard because this is after her brother like revealed who he was to all of them. They're all freaking out. Um, and like, he's of course, even before he gets called to the side, he's already sort of like, Ooh, I don't know, like blah, blah, blah. And so she does that. And of course I knew, I knew when she told him to stay put, like when she's like, I'll be back. And like, she's like, but stay put. Cause he was about to get up. I got faked like, out. Cause put. I thought she was like thinking about like, I'm going to send this dude home. I'm like for this. Like, you no, know, I knew when she told him to stay put that she was going to come back with the first impression. Route. It's like I just had I loved a it. Feeling. I loved it, especially the way they had like the guys all being like, oh, this is not good. Like that didn't look good. Like, oh, yeah, I was no. just like, yeah, Brayden. <laughs> well, even she laid it out, as I said, like like a Tasha move where she like laid it out being all like, you know, y- my brother thought that you were, you know, acting overconfident blah 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 but you had every right to here's your problems <laughs> yeah she was like you know that's what i want out of a guy is a guy to be like excited about like me and and doesn't care who yeah, knows about it, it and stuff and the way she said it was so right like you know what i'm saying like he was just giddy about it or at least that's what it, the way it came off like on tv so i was just really happy i was just like i cannot wait to see him walk back into the room full of guys and then they have to go sit in the middle and she's so oh my gosh like the faces and she's like so I gave him the first impression (laughs) (laughs) and all everyone just like whiplashed it's just like amazing I loved it I loved it um you know that's such a power move too like you know to do that to somebody like oh it was I feel like she definitely is showing in in her conversation with her brother and stuff and just like even in some of the previews and stuff we said where she's like she's all like I'm not here for the foolishness like blah 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 and in her conversation with her brother she's all like like because he's all like you know I trust you you know you're fully capable to make your own decisions like I just being the big brother that I am and she's like don't worry like I'll be able to take out the luggage I'm like damn Charity isn't fucking around like I mean she was saying during the limo entrances that she was all like bring me my husband like she is here 
to fucking be in it and she's not gonna play like I feel like especially after last season where she kind of got stepped all over like she's a little doormat I think she's like she's ready to not settle she's ready to you know show these people that she's not gonna let these let anybody take advantage of her because I think you know that was like a big thing with her past relationship is that her trust was taken advantage of and everything like that, the whole cheating. Um, I just, I don't know how, I, think- I don't, I don't see how like, like Charity stayed with someone that like cheated with her and stuff. Like, I just don't see how like, that's the same person, you know? Like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, she just seems like she Shit happens, dude. Every Sometimes you be down bad. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, so yeah, that's where we left. Oh, I guess we have the rose ceremony. Um, you know, what 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 happens i mean we get the dude that was doing flips he gets sent home um he i gets really sent home i don't really remember anybody thought, else of note i thought he was gonna got sent home i thought he was gonna do a honest. flip on his way how i'm not gonna lie i thought he, he should have <laughs> oh my like, dude been hilarious yeah or and then he fell after he does the flip when he's getting Damn, kicked out that would be just karma <laughs> You know, <laughs> It'd be so sad. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's not much to really say here in these first couple of kickouts because we the don't first, really know people. Yeah. The first rose ceremony is a fucking wash unless there's somebody like really crazy that goes home. I mean, they try to really build up the idea about Spencer maybe not getting a rose. He gets the last rose. He's the dad. And I also think like, you know, I don't I, I couldn't see them sending him home first night because that would make charity look bad too. Like even if she wasn't vibing with him, we don't know. I feel like we don't have enough, you know, enough to tell if she really was or not. That would make her look really bad if she was all like in any ways, thanks for like, you know, opening up about something that you were really nervous about opening up in, but you're out like, that would be bad. Right. Um, we get a look at the season ahead of us and, um, doesn't seem like there's a lot of drama except for you know more Braden stuff and this Sean guy he looks like he's gonna become drama too and she's all like I could clip that you have a rose on right now but I could clip it right off you so I oh, yeah. I want to see what that he guy does. honestly to be honest like he looks like a villain like you know when I he saw he looks him- like a villain he looks like um I forget his name from seasons ago Jordan I think who's yeah, the blonde yeah, yeah it's just like these like dudes just- that. That like buy nice shoes and still look yeah, like shit. Yeah, he gives me fuckboy vibes. Yeah. Like he for sure is giving like I'm better than everybody else vibes. And so um, I'm interested to see how like, you know, that develops. It looks like people think Brayden's toxic or like whatever. It looks like she ends um, up liking so a I'm lot just... of guys. Like she's like going to like fall in love a lot. So yeah, it's going to be yeah, hard. Yeah, because her like the preview of the end was her being all like you're not supposed to say g- goodbye to someone you love right um so i'm like damn yeah so i'm excited i'm excited to see where this goes i'm hoping for more drama i mean they always kind of bring it um but yeah i mean this episode was all around i thought good not like i thought it was pretty good i i would have liked a little bit more from some of these dudes i felt like we didn't get to see a lot as much interaction as I would have liked to see. Um, but you know, I do like that. I feel like we had an abbreviated limo 
entrance portion because I hate that part. Totally so. agree. Totally agree. Um, all right. Well, um, you know, let us know your guys' thoughts in the comments of, you know, episode one, week one of The Bachelorette, season 20, uh, Charity. Uh, you know, what else is going on in Bachelor Nation? Well, we got some drama in Bachelor Nation. So, um, I mean, so, is it drama? I don't know. I, I think it's still I bubbling. I kind of think it's a little bit of drama. So, they announced last night how there is going to be new hosts of Bachelor Happy Hour, which is a Bachelor Nation podcast that formerly was hosted by Becca Kufrin and um, Michelle Young, which they seemingly were just kind of like laid off, ousted um, unceremoniously. Um, and now they're saying things about how, you know, obviously I, I, people didn't feel like Michelle Young fit well with the show. Uh, mm. you know, the, she just didn't stand out. Like, you know, it's kind of like Becca's show. It felt like, you know, once in a while, uh, Michelle would chime in. But the fact that like Becca's pregnant right now is not a good look for them kind of like ousting her. And then on top of that, you know, there's been clips of, of Wells, like talking about his renegotiation after four years of Bachelor in Paradise. Like they don't pay him much. I pay him like $400 a day or something like that for um, mm. to be the bartender and how many people like he they could easily replace Wells as the bartender um, at any point you know uh, if he was like I want more money so he waited that long so you know here's Becca like in year three maybe asking for more money and they're like uh, uh like you know we're we don't we don't need that, you know. I I, I don't know mm -hmm. what was going on, but now they've announced new hosts for Bachelor Happy Hour like immediately, and yep. uh, and of course like like we predicted probably earlier on that it was going to be a show. I thought it was going to be clickbait that Joe and Serena would be hosting together, but it ends up being that they're going to be the new this host show. of Bachelor Happy Hour. So uh, yeah, they're really propping up Joe and. Serena to be like the it couple of the moment for the franchise. Uh, obviously, I mean, you know, yeah, they had a whole commercial during the show. Yeah, what a lame commercial. Uh, but you they know, yeah, the Maybelline commercial yeah. hit me. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of uh, grocery store Joe. I love Serena. Like she's beautiful and awesome. Like she's never really done anything. And also, like she like. <laughs> You know, Matt James wanted her, and she. I mean, up... she dumped Matt James. <laughs> yeah. I think that's amazing. That's that's pretty crazy. So no hate, no shade to I, Matt James. I just think she's a boss bitch. Like right. I think I was amazing. Yeah, for her I don't to know. Do. Just something about Joe. Like I feel like he's so cocky in the franchise now. There's something you know. He used to be humble. Uh, yeah, I will agree. I mean, I have like obviously he knows people in my family decently well. He grew up where my dad grew up, so. Um, his mom and my aunt know each other, but, uh, definitely I do think he's a little, you know, getting a little too big for his britches. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it seems like, you know, some of the fans had commented being all like, we, you know, we hope, wishing Becca and Michelle could have said goodbye, especially since, you know, Becca's been doing it for so long, hoping they get to introduce the new host for a goodbye moment or something. And I guess, uh, Becca's fiance, Thomas, it was all like, yeah, we would have liked that too. So it definitely feels like it was more of a force out than than a, a, a shifting of, you know, 
a, yeah, a I mean, it, it definitely just moment. feels like it's it's like you either play by the company rules or we just like you know don't highlight you. And it's just obviously Joe is a company man right now. Like they're propping him up. He's yeah. got his own businesses and you know his tomato yeah. sauce and stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's there's money to be made there when you're at the top of that stuff. But there's just so many now mm-hmm. examples of couples from the franchise that are just unhappy with their involvement in it. Like, you know, you got people straight up just not watching the show anymore in protest of the way they run things, you know? So, right. Uh, it's, it's, I got a couple of messages while I was doing my tipsy talks about people being like, not sure if I'm going to watch the show, stuff like that. So really, uh, is it, I mean, what were the reasons, the main reason? Just like, because they felt like, you know, they, they weren't sure if it was going to be worth it. I mean, the later time also, I think also is for us on the Eastern, uh, time zone definitely doesn't help a lot, but, um, I think more of like people are more excited for Bachelor in Paradise or the Golden Bachelor just to see something new and um, have felt like, you know, the last couple of main lead seasons haven't been amazing. I mean, shows like The Bachelor right now are going to thrive because of this writer strike, you know. Uh, so I don't oh, yeah, think reality TV for sure. Yeah. So I don't think like, hopefully, I mean, I don't think producers are sweating right now. What's going on. It's a time. It's a shifting time for the bachelor. And it's just hard to go up against a machine like that when they've been doing it for so long, like, you know, uh, and, and yeah. all the support and backing they have, like, it's almost like they could do no wrong. Yeah, it's right. weird. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was like interesting news. Uh, you know, so um, I want to want to do a new thing that you wanted to do for this season. MVP yeah, and LVP of the week. Yeah, we have the MVP and LVP. I feel I feel I feel bad about saying like least valuable player. <laughs> But I mean, it is what it is. I, I uh, who who isn't who's your pick for MVP of the week? Um, I think because uh, I might change my LVP, but MVP of the week I think would have to be. I I thought it would be uh, Charity's brother Nehemiah, just because I feel like I we liked each have the a aspect of we could each have a pick. Yeah, I think he definitely came in. You know, I I don't I can't blame him for the shitty disguise that they gave him, and even he like sort of made fun of it. But I I, I gotta love like a big brother who wants to you know do the most. But like honestly, also he was like you know you're fully capable of making your own decisions. I just gotta do it like whatever. This like what I said. I just felt like he has a lot of respect for his sister, and I just I liked I liked that element. You know? um, I would have to say MVP of the week is uh, Brayden. Uh, that was just you. You can't get any. I mean, not only just because he got you know first impression rose, but like he had everybody going against him, and that's when you don't count people out. Like that's just, right. that, like it almost felt like everyone was just straight hating. You know, hating, and mm-hmm. when that happens, that's usually because like. The dude's got something that everyone else he's doesn't have. He's competition. Yeah, he stands out. So he's my MVP. Who who would you pick for LVP? Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Chris, the professional jumper, just because he gives me, like, you know, 
he gives me like uh, Neapolitan, uh, not Neapolitan, Napoleon. What am I saying? I'm like, oh, pizza. Um, Napoleon complex vibes just in the idea that like he needs to like do a bit to be relevant. And obviously he was like very much so like, let me flip. And like was that was like his masculinity bit and it didn't work out for him. So, yeah, I was going to say the Napoleon complex for that uh, for that. For Joey? uh, no, for the guy that's going to get his rose ripped from charity into previews. Oh, Sean. Sean, yeah. But I would say my LVP is probably A.A. Ron. Like, I just, he was mm. hating on Braden. You know, he made like a stank face when he came back with the, you know, first impression rose. Mm. And he busted out the piano and I can't help but like, he like messed up notes and stuff and charity almost like made like a ick face. Um, mm. You know, like. I just, and he probably had a double-sided coin. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> He's I, a I think it, I, I like that. I like that. That's the old. That's the the Harvey Dent. That's the two-faced bit from Batman. You know, he he always had a, a double-faced head, so he he picked his own look. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So we'll have to see. Hopefully, you know, he kind of stands out a little bit more. But what you gonna do? Uh, what do you guys think? Who was your most valuable uh, player this week? Who was your least valuable player um, of the week? Uh, let us know in the comments. What do you think about the switch up with uh, the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast? You know, and they've kind of consolidated all their podcasts to focus on one. And we got Joe and Serena there now. Joe, you know, so quickly to promote the podcast and obviously that's what you kind of do but like you know he's friends with becca like didn't they do a podcast together at one point where like wasn't like the three of them like natasha yeah i don't know i don't know but regardless that's that's company stuff uh and you know it's just it just it's it's a sick world out there sometimes when it comes to you know playing those company games but what do you guys think about the first episode of the bachelorette who do you think is your standouts? Just leave it in the comments below. And, uh, you know, very excited to start a new season with y'all. So let's blow up this channel for this new season. Get involved. Woo-hoo. And uh, we want to see you in the comments and uh, getting, you know, into conversation with us. So um, we'll see you next week with uh, week two. Uh, v, why don't we get into what we like to do? Uh, what is it called? Oh, I know what it's called. It's called Quick Hits. What do we got for Quick Hits? So... Uh, they have found his successor for Pat Sajak for uh, when he leaves at the end of this season of um, Wheel of Fortune. And it is known host uh, of many things, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, he will be taking over beginning next year for that next season, um, which wow. is in- interesting. That, that guy's going to you know, be rich feel forever. Like-, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. They pick him for everything. Someone dies. Someone retires. It's Ryan Seacrest. Literally, yeah. You know, he's he's replaced <laughs> Regis. Has he done Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He's done American Idol. You know, he's, you know, done you know, whatever else. You know, I think Casey Kasem, he does like the top 40 like of the week or something probably now. Radio. Does this guy yeah. ever sleep? He's a robot. I don't know. Now he's got know. AI on his, on his shoulders, so... Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he actually does. I mean, it seems like the right pick, but I don't know. Like, Pat Sajak is just Pat Sajak. It is going to be weird. It's yeah. going to be a different vibe. I mean, 40 years is a long-ass time to be a host of a show, and 
you've become like the image of the show and Ryan Seacrest as we just said is the image of a lot of different things so I just don't know if like it just feels more of like another notch in his belt yeah or like an actual you know yeah passing of the torch it, yeah um I have they replaced anybody for Alec Alec Trebek yet F- um, for Jeopardy I don't know if they ever like picked like a full time because I know uh wasn't it uh Mayim or Bialik or whatever her name is. Blossom. She was like the interim. Yeah, I one. mean, she was. I think she was a great. Would be a great pick for that. But uh, like the re- like what I can think of is is the Price Is Right with Bob Barker and when Drew Carey took over the Price Is Right for that. Like it kind of like mm. passed the torch and stuff. So that's probably a very similar thing. Do they still have the Price Is Right on TV? I think. Man, we don't know this stuff, but it's Googleable. Um, what else we got going on? Well, speaking of the whole that whole bit with uh, Wheel of Fortune is Vanna White her um, her contract's coming up as well, and I guess technically she hasn't really gotten like a real raise in eighteen ish years. Um, she gets paid. I mean, she gets paid three million a year for being Vanna White. Damn. Um, and Pat Sajak makes almost five times as much, which has been reported. So um, I don't know. If she's going to stay around with the new uh, with the new order, if the you will, regime. or if she's or if she's going to be able to, you know, negotiate some more money or, you know, what that's going to look like. I mean, do does Wheel of Fortune want to pay her more or do they want to, you know, now that because like she was, you know, they were co-hosts. So I don't know. Like, who what does be, that look who would like be for a good her? Vanna White replacement? Hmm. Of this, of the same like Ryan Seacrest sort of era situation. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I like I can't really picture anybody but Vanna White. I feel like at that point you would just not have somebody doing that. Like the screens would change themselves. I see them picking like a, like a, like a music star or something, like a pop star, like one that's not like obviously like. Like a Rihanna. Like kind of how they do that with the voice. Like, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But like one that doesn't have like a great career. Like a <laughs> one that doesn't talk a lot or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Vanna White doesn't s- say much. Like she gets like a conversation like at the beginning and end of the episode or something. But I have to think right. on that one. I'm sure they'll find someone. They, they, they're really good at picking like the top three. Um, you know, people that should replace people like that. I think they've tried to do it before in the past, but good. They uh, have, but I, I, like, once again, like Vanna White is like an image. When you think of Wheel of Fortune, you think of Vanna White. So like, do you keep her? Do you not? Like, I mean. Yeah. Like what if they, uh, I mean, like, uh, I mean, what's her name? Uh, she did the stuff with oh man kiki palmer or something like that like a random person i love kiki palmer yeah that'd be i think an amazing pick kiki palmer is way too much personality to be a vanna white right but you know like somebody somebody that just like is is random like that anyways what else we got going on so jennifer lawrence was recently on watch what happens live with andy cohen she's a huge bravo head um and talking all about the different things in bravo but she also um, was setting the record straight about the Liam Hemsworth affair rumors because, you know, she filmed all the uh, 
Hunger Games movies with him. He was one of her, you know, opposite leads and things like that, and one of her love interests in the in the movies. And I think they, you know, had one kiss once, and people thought that Miley Cyrus was kind of targeting Jennifer Lawrence in her Flowers music video with wearing a dress that was similar to one that she wore to, I think, the Golden Globes or something, and uh, people thought that the house that she used was, like, this house that Liam Hemsworth's, like, you had an affair with her in. If she was really Um, trying to go at Jennifer Lawrence, she should have wore that dress where it, like, turns into fire. Like, you know what I'm saying, in Hunger Games? Yeah. Um, Her mocking mocking J dress, yes. Um, I mean, dude, Jennifer Lawrence and Liam Hemsworth didn't even have chemistry in those movies. Like, it, no, like and she, she even said she's like, and- we only kissed one time and it yeah. was years after, you know, they broke up. So interesting. It just it, it wasn't anything to do with with them at all. Yeah, that so. was the that was like the one thing about the hunk. Not one thing, but the th- in Hunger Games, how like I felt like she didn't have chemistry with any of the guys that she was like, like supposed yeah. to be pitted against. Uh, anyways, what else we got going on? Quick hits. Um, so Taylor Swift was telling her audience in a recent show how, you know, they need to be nice on the internet to John Mayer pretty much before she started her surprise performance of Dear John. She does like two surprise acoustic, um, sets, uh, I mean songs in every of her tour sets that she's been doing and, um, you know, she was saying, cause, uh, the album, uh, speak now that includes that song, the re-release of it is coming out. And she's been saying like, you know, I'm 33 years old. I don't care about anything that happened to me when I was 19. Like, I'm really just trying to remake these albums so that I own them, blah, blah, blah. And so now all the comments, like all the Swifties, because the Swifties, you know, be out there. The Swifties were commenting on all of like John Mayer's stuff and whatever, being all like, mom grounded us, like we won't be bullying you anymore and stuff like that. So I think that's great. You know, these these hives are weaponized sometimes unintentionally. But like, I think there's a responsibility there for like these artists to you know, at least be like, no, this is not right. Call like, you off, know, you know, Selena Gomez does it a lot. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. telling her fans that like, y'all need to chill. This is not right. You know, when you got other people like your Kylie Jenner's and Haley Bieber's that kind of, you know, wish they had like a hive like that, you know, um, right. but they don't, uh, they're just mean girls. So, uh, you know, I, good for Taylor for, you know, I mean, not saying that John Mayer needs the defense or anything, but like, no, yeah, I mean, it's just an example of just being like, if you guys really do care about what I think, like, don't be like making a bigger deal. It, it yeah. makes her look bad, you know? So, right. Uh, and it, she's taking the higher road, you know, in that situation, I would say. So, totally. Uh, anything else for quick hits? Yes. Yeah, so, Rihanna has stepped down from the CEO position of her lingerie brand, Savage X Fenty. Um, and now she will be succeeded a lot of succession of roles um, on this episode. She'll be um, succeeded by Hillary Super, who previously was the global CEO of the Anthropology Group, which, you know, well-known fashion brand. Um, so definitely crazy, crazy shifts. I'm guessing 
it she's going to still remain in leadership with like as an executive chair but um she's you know about to be a mom of two so i think it just becomes like a lot on you and i mean she's made a shit ton of money from that company so i, I think she's see done it right like, you know she's she's become like a huge star she started a big huge business like she's got her own family right. now like why do people keep doing this stuff like forever like a kim kardashian like you just is it worth it? And like, then they bitch about it. And then yeah. they complain that they're all like, oh, I've got too much, which it's like, I get it. Like, it's a lot for sure. But also it's not like, you know, yeah, you, it's not like they don't have you sleep in the bed. You make. Yeah. So yeah, like I, so good for her. I mean, that's a, that's a classy move right there. Uh, right. And that way you don't have to worry about, I mean, I think everything's attached these days, but like, you don't have to worry about everything that you do and say, and it's just like one of those type of situations. Uh, V, what made you go yikes this week? So, uh, BB Rexa was hit in the face and required stitches after, um, one of her performances, uh, at New York's pier 17, uh, a dude threw a f- cell phone at her and she got knocked in the face. And I guess, you know, he's getting charged for it for, um, I think two counts of assault to the third degree, one count of har- harassment to the second degree, one count of aggravated assault to the second degree and a kind of attempted assault in the third degree, which those are words that I don't exactly know what they mean. But in general, like his reasoning was that he thought it would be funny. What an which idiot. to me just like shows how people are like I listened to a podcast that talked about like how people are doing like crimes or shit like this, like for kind of like for the gram, for the TikTok. Like I could see how, you know, he thought he could maybe get like into some sort of twisted way he could get some clout from doing this but it's like why are you gonna throw a full first of all you're gonna throw your full ass phone like i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want my phone out of my hand out of like my possession like what am i gonna do when you know you're gonna throw your full ass phone and like actively try to hit somebody try to hurt somebody that's for funny fun? that's funny yeah I... oh man i can't i can't Stand and these are like grown people, like right? It's not like a kid. Like he's twenty seven. Yeah, he's a twenty seven year old dude. That's doing that's, this for fun. And I w- like some of the stuff I've heard about has been like teenagers, which I could get why maybe they're making stupider decisions. But like, yeah, a twenty seven year old man who's at a concert that he paid to see is gonna do this. Like I don't, t- I just like make it make sense to me. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. I mean, it could be alcohol involved, like, you know, a whole bunch of stupid shit, but like, this is actually a thing nowadays. Like people throw things on stage. Like it's, it's a completely um, disrespectful thing. It's like, yeah. it's like going to a, like a comedy show and like heckling or something, heckling. you know, it, it, it's, it's just like, totally classless it's like it's not what this forum is for you paid money to come see me perform respect me i'm at i'm i'm like a sitting i'm a sitting duck i'm a sitting target like if y'all are gonna try to assault me you know it's like unsafe like what are they supposed to do like have a net like in between you like everyone just like one person ruins it for everyone um i i saw a video today like someone threw like a ziploc bag of their mom's ashes on stage to pink and she's like, that's crazy. She's like, I don't know what to 
do with this? Like, she just like drops in and starts singing her song again, like puts it down on the stage. Like, it's just like, what do you do? You don't, do you throw it back at the person? Do you like, I don't know. Like the person. Like, this seems- is going too far. In days of yore, it used to be like bras, you know, for like hot, you know, like it would be, you know, girls at a rock concert throwing their bra on stage. Like to me, whatever. Or even at like a Drake that's even just nasty nowadays. Like with COVID and stuff. Like don't be throwing your undergarments at me. Right. Um. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe if if people were throwing their undergarments at me, if I was such a pop star, I wouldn't think about it like that. But uh, I guess undergarments probably won't, you know, get you stitches in your eye. Right. So. I mean, who knows? Have you know, those, heavy duty bra. Have you ever? Yeah, exactly. There's been you. you have, <laughs> I don't know. There's been a, there's there's some there's some bras out there with those clips that are really hard to take off um but yeah i mean yikes for sure uh v i got a question for you though what are you watching um i've been watching some of the same tv shows that i usually do but i have been catching up on a little bit of a backlog of hot ones you know Mm. the youtube series Mm -hmm. of that they do where they interview with the hot wings because i watched the jason sudeikis one um, Jennifer Lawrence has one out, I think, right now, and uh, there's several other ones. I want. I love that show. I just think it's a fun um, interview style, and I really have to give it to the host Sean about how he like really goes in and like he does his research or like his team does their research on, you know, really getting to these like nitty gritty questions, like not like just like very like niche things or like niche projects maybe of these you know artists or actors or whoever and i i just it's always a nice little watch and it's or even if you want to just like have it on in the background while you're doing other stuff it's a it's a it's a fun little thing yeah i, I think it's a quality piece of content yeah so. i mean it's original like it's not like your typical late night show interview and shit like you know even right. you, i mean obviously it's shows like hot ones that are making like jimmy fallon do all this his bullshit and uh you know, have you ever heard of the interviewer Nardward? Like he's he's like this guy that wears like a beret and he's got glasses and curly hair, but he would he would interview these hip hop artists and like he'd oh. catch, he would catch them like backstage and like he would give them gifts that like things that like meant things to them. Like, you know, it would be like an album, like so specific to like he would do this research by going and somehow contacting your friends and asking questions like family members like they'd be like your great uncle like is on this he's like holy crap that's my uncle on this like album like with his band and everything like so um i think i think being original when it comes to that stuff is super important um you know you'll get you'll someone that's doing like the interview circuit and stuff gets asked the same question a hundred times you know and it's like they Mm. they thrive for the times where they're like you know, you love to see when people are like, oh, that's a great question. Not And they're like authentic with it. So um, right. that's dope. But, but Sai, I have a question for you. What? What have you been watching? Me? Uh, well, I, I finally got to watch the Shia LaBeouf movie, Honey Boy. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you know, I... I 
Shia LaBeouf like plays his dad. This is like kind of based off his life, you know, when he was growing up and he was on Even Stevens and like what was going on behind the scenes and stuff. People that were in the show with him, you know, uh, Christy Romano, Carl, Christy Carlson Romano, whatever her name is, that played Ren Stevens, mm-hmm. the older sister. Like she didn't even know like this type of stuff was going on until she watched Honey Boy. So uh, it's just kind of really sad. You know, because of all the controversies and stuff that he's been through, uh, you know, uh, F, what is it, F, FWA Twigs, or was mm-hmm. the artist, uh, that's what it is, like, is his, was his girlfriend at the time, she was in it, like, you know, I, it's just a very interesting story of, like, how, like, he was smoking when he was, like, 14 years old, his dad's, like, giving him cigs, and it's just really sad, it's, it, I ended up being, like, really sad about it, um, for him and stuff i mean it doesn't excuse like you know his actions and everything but um right you could see how one goes down a dark path when you're raised like that since you were a child so um definitely right. a good watch uh so check out honey boy um but yeah I, I watched a lot of movies in the background too this past weekend while painting so there was like mean girls was on back to the future three Classic. uh pitch perfect i watched that like once a month now that show that movie is just so good i i just really love it it is good i know you're making me want to watch it Dude, pitch perfect is so good like it's just it's it's a classic i love it uh it it, it's just too. like really fun like the songs are so catchy like oh my gosh uh, I, I I could watch it right now. Uh, anyways, uh, but I bet you won't. <laughs> oh, I will. Uh, I, I've been I've been in pitch pitch perfect fever so much. I actually watched the third one the other day. Uh, wow, that's how you know. Yeah, that's and it, I actually know. thought it was good. Uh, oh, so, God. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's getting it's getting bad. Um, anyways, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. This week's Slapper of the Week comes from V's Boys, the Jonas Brothers. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, every song, I've I've heard like three, four songs from them off their new album. And they're doing smart things with working with writers and producers that are just like hit makers. Um, This one specifically was like worked on, this album was worked on by uh, John Bellion, who I've seen in concert like five times. And he's been... behind the scenes working on other people's music so much um you know so uh, the song of the week is summer baby by the jonas brothers and i just really like it it's a it's a vibe you know i i it is and it's officially summer now yeah yeah so um i mean that one's been in the cut and been on play uh for the last couple weeks so i i wanted to bring it up and and say uh give it a listen to the jonas brothers you know i'm not even one that's like been a huge jonas brothers fan but kind of like drake (laughs) comparing jonas brothers to drake um you know i i like to let these artists like have their music come to me and you know mm-hmm. i love i love nick jonas's song jealous that kind of got me into all right what do these guys got going on over here and then you know i obviously like cake by cake by the ocean um you know with joe jonas and all that stuff so when they started coming back together and then they had like sucker you know i i became a sucker Very dude sad. I came a sucker for the Literally. Jonas Brothers. Uh, so check it out. It's on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist available on Spotify. Um, go check it out for all the best music throughout the last couple of years. We've been adding to it. We got some oldies on there. Got some great songs. You're like, damn, I forgot about this song. That's on there. Um, so check it out. V, do you have any shout outs this week? 
Um, I wanted to shout out my parents for hosting um, us this weekend. So we, you know, had a place to stay that was pretty close to the wedding venue and everything. Um, and to my grandparents, just for, you know, being awesome and being able to see them. And also to my boyfriend, Sean, just for, you know, coming along for a little hometown event for my hometown. Day, you know? Cutie. Um, I would like to give a shout out to the homie JT and his fiance and soon to be wife in a couple days, uh, Rochelle. They're, you know, uh, she's from France, but right now they're in Greece, like having a nice little vacation and stuff. And I'm just really happy. I swear happy everybody's from, in Greece right now. I mean, go with me. Get on the beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I just I just really loved boy and uh, just really happy for him to see him being happy and stuff. So shout out to them. <laughs> And then uh, I'm gonna be a little cutie and shout out my uh, my girlfriend Sam for putting in so much hard work making this place a home. Uh, you know I was uh, you know we've been talking about the process over the last couple of weeks, but uh, you know we're doing it now. Now I'm recording in an apartment. This is the first time she's like right there in the kitchen. She's there. She's right I there. I saw her little foot. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know this is the first time I'm recording with someone in the background hearing me talk about this, but I've like haven't really noticed you know her there except for a couple of creaks of her chair once in a while but uh, I wanted to give a, uh, a shout out to her <laughs> you're calling her out yeah she's listening right there so um, <laughs> shout out to you alright guys well we're back with a new season of The Bachelorette so we got some fun stuff to talk about hopefully they keep up the momentum from the first week and because uh, I'm really excited about it uh, V what do you got planned for the weekend anything fun I keep forgetting that this weekend is technically like 4th of July weekend mm. since 4th of July lands on Tuesday. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, so. Are you getting off? I don't on, know. Do you get off on Monday? I don't think I get actually off on Monday because people keep putting PTO on the calendar. But I think that means that it's not like there's a lot to do on Monday. Yeah. So uh, it I right now it looks like the weather's going to be shitty this weekend, which makes me mad because like I usually like to be by a pool for Fourth of July weekend. Um, so we'll have to see. It's kind of kind of up in the air. Yeah. What I do this weekend, uh, well, I think. Well, if you end up being by a pool, you should invite us because we, we wouldn't mind if it's nice pool weather. Um, I actually don't. Yes. I mean, I'm looking for some, like, fireworks or something maybe to do. Yeah, you know. You know, something chill. Uh you know, but we'll see what ends up happening. Maybe you'll have a glizzy. Who knows? That feels oh, American. man. Hey, yo, I, I would love a glizzy. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, more more uh, rehearsals for Legally Blonde, the musical for me this weekend and Woo-hoo! more more apartment stuff. But, you know, all the fun stuff, all the fun stuff. So, uh, all right, guys. Well, you know what it is. Uh, we'll see you next week with your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. Deuces! Bye! Future Bachelor Podcast.